Refocus. It's not a word that we normally associate with Mary's assumption into heaven, but I think we should. Refocus. For most people, my brothers and sisters, summer is an enjoyable time, and we're now at the 15th of August, which means that summer, sad to say, is more than half over. I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but that's just reality. Given the fact that the weather is usually a lot more pleasant than it is in January and February, summer is enjoyable for many people. For many, it's also a restful time, time for them to get their physical and emotional batteries recharged, so to speak. For a few, maybe for many too, it can also be a season of great stress, especially on those days when you have more than one social event scheduled, which has happened to me more than a few times this summer. But for almost everybody living in our fast-paced society right now, the summer can also be a very distracting time. All those enjoyable and restful and stressful things can unfortunately get in the way of our relationship with the Lord. And so the Church gives us this feast in the middle of August, a feast that can help us to refocus, to refocus our attention on God and on those things that are most important in this life. Let me give you a few examples. The Feast of the Assumption, first of all, reminds us of our mortality. It reminds us that we're not here forever. That, as the letter to the Hebrews says, we do not have on this earth a lasting city. We can sometimes forget that, even in the winter. The Assumption marked the terminal point of Mary's earthly life although the Church leaves open the question of whether Mary physically died or simply fell asleep before she was taken, body and soul, into the kingdom of her Son, kingdom of heaven. In the official teaching of the Church, which was given to us by Pope Pius XII in 1950, it says this, When the course of her earthly life was finished, notice there's no specific mention of death there, Holy Father said, when the course of her earthly life was finished, Mary was taken up body and soul into the heavenly glory. So the Assumption focuses us on the fact that our lives on this planet will have a terminal point and we should live them accordingly. It reminds me of a saying I once heard, live every day as if it were your last and one day you'll be right. This brings us to the second truth that the Feast of the Assumption focuses us on, or rather, refocuses us on, namely, that the goal of this earthly life is heaven. Mary has already reached the goal. We celebrate that fact at this Mass. As she now is, so all those men and women who die in the state of grace will someday be. For us, however, the sequence of events will be a little different than it was for Mary. That's important to mention. Our Blessed Mother already has her glorified body in the kingdom of her Divine Son. Those of us who die in the state of grace and whose souls go to heaven, either immediately after death or after being purified in purgatory, we will have to wait 
until the end of time to receive our risen bodies. That's one big difference between Mary and us. But the goal for everybody, Mary and us, is the same, or at least it's supposed to be the same. Another truth this feast refocuses us on is that our physical bodies are holy. They're holy because they've been redeemed by Jesus Christ and are made to live forever in heaven in their glorified state. Incidentally, this is why sins of impurity are so wrong. This is why sins of violence are so wrong. We're using something which was made for heaven, namely our body, to put us on the road to hell. Thankfully, we have the Sacrament of Reconciliation to get us back on the right road. And finally, this feast refocuses us on the fact that we need Jesus Christ in our lives. We need a Savior. And we need to make every effort to stay connected to that Savior, regardless of what season of the year it is. Mary needed salvation, and Mary did not save herself. She was saved by her divine Son. Many of our Protestant brothers and sisters don't think we believe that as Catholics. But we do. In her Magnificat, which we heard in our Gospel reading a few moments ago, Mary says, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. She calls God her Savior. The Lord saved our Blessed Mother by preserving her from original sin in that event we call the Immaculate Conception. Now, he saves us in a different way, by delivering us from original sin, as well as from our personal sins. But then our Blessed Mother went on to nurture her relationship with the Lord by living a sinless life of perfect love and perfect virtue, a life that was rooted in prayer. In other words, Mary always maintained a close connection, an intimate connection with her God. This means our Blessed Mother never, ever, ever got distracted spiritually in the summer, or the winter, or the spring, or the fall, for that matter. What about us? I ask you this morning, how has your prayer life been lately? How has your mass attendance been this summer? Have you taken a vacation from God? Some people do that in the summer. Even a little one. Have you been to confession if you've needed to go? Have you been to Eucharistic adoration recently? Has the Bible been on your summer reading list? somewhere on the list. Have you maintained your connection with Jesus since the warm weather set in? Today is a day, my brothers and sisters, for all of us to make the personal commitment to refocus to the extent that we need to. The commitment to refocus our attention on the things that really matter in this life. Mary, our Blessed Mother, of course, had no need to refocus simply because she was always focused, perfectly focused. May her prayers from heaven help us all to be 
more like her, not only during the summer months, but throughout the entire year. <laughs>